Hemshechayim Beis, Volume 1. We're up to Discourse 21, page 150, Chapter 80. So now, after around 20 chapters of discussing the impact of transcendence, Makif Ampnimi, on imminence, um, which means that they have a relationship. So in the last chapter, the Rebbe Rashab summed up, and nevertheless, a Bechalzeh, Keser, and Ratzon, desire, and Makif, still retains a certain detached element. In that context, all Makifim, all Ksarim, evolve from one another and are, have their own particular track and relationship. That relationship is one of transcendence, meaning it's not defined by the structure. So it affects the structure. It's uh, within the structure. But like Rotson, it still remains and retains its uh, detached side to it. And in some ways, Rotson, all the retainers are really part of one essence. Even though there's a Rotson of Kesar of, uh, of Atsilas, a Kesar of Bria, a Kesar of Ritzira, and so on. But they all are Ksarim. They all remain Kesar. And as such, they remain separate and apart. And in some ways, as I said, they are even one. And he explained that when it comes to the Kechus Primim, imminent energy, imminent faculties, through the growth of one, let's say Chachma Vasiya, wisdom connected to a craft, take embroidery or he's talking artist, drawing, it can never become Chachma Vatsilis. It's just a different, made up of different, it's made up of different uh, ingredients. Whereas Keser, being that it's a desire, and a desire doesn't take on shape and form, so a desire, through growth, one can become Kesar of Asiya, can become elevated to Kesar of Atsilis and beyond, as he explained. It could even go higher due to the fact of the Tmimus and so on. So we see from this, bottom line is, that the, the Etzimuchus is actually, one Ratzin is fundamentally the same qualities, they're made up of the same ingredients. I think that's a good way to put it. Chokhmah and Bina are not the same ingredients. Chokhmah Vasiyah and Chokhmah Vatsilas are not. But the Ratzon of one world, the Ratzon of another, it's a Ratzon. At the end of the day, it's a desire. The only thing is the desire is different. The desire to, let's say, write, desire to walk, or the desire to study are different, different, different manifestations. But they're all desire of the Nefesh. They're still all Hatiyas and Nefesh. In context of the divine, they're all divine expression. We discussed the different examples for department heads, the main head, but the bottom line is it's, it's desire. And that's why it's, it's, it's bleak vul. It doesn't have its chalkus, nimshel b'chol mokim. Wherever it is, it, remain, it retains its ain't safe element. So this is the other side of the coin of transcendence. And then he finalized with the Pasuk, Shuvah Yisrael, and he said there's three types of tshuva that all referred, that are all alluded to in the Pasuk. The Shuvah Yisrael is the shu, the tshuva of of nefesh? Then there's kachum chamdvarim dibur is the tshuva of ruach, and then there's uh, the final expression, which is even um, a love calls yourself, and that's the tshuva of Yechi, of uh, of uh, neshama, and the call refers to the makifim that they're all encompassed together. So now we continue. 21st Maimer, Basukas Tejvu, the Friedrich Rebbe says, the Techen of the Aschol of this Maimer.
Now the word Ezrach, of course, has many meanings, but the literal meaning is Kol Ezrach B'Yisrael, everyone who is a, I think how they define it literally, uh, every citizen. Every Israeli citizen, every citizen of Israel shall sit in Sukkot. With Tzarech Lahavin, we have to understand, Ma'o Kol Ezrach B'Yisrael Yeshu. What is this meaning of Kol Ezrach B'Yisrael Yeshu? He just said, Halei Kfar Nehmer, didn't he just say, B'Sukkot Teshu? Ma'o Eid Kol Ezrach. What does this add? Just said, but Sukkot Teshu Shivisem, you shall sit in Sukkot. Then he says, the Kolazim Yisrael should sit in a Sukkot. Over Medrash Rabbi Isa and Medrash Rabbi it says, Amalei Kolaz Baruch Lavram, Hashem God said to Avram, Ato Marto Vishan Vitishanu Tachas Eitz. You said Vishanu, we shall rest, we shall uh, luxuriate. Recline. I don't know if a shite is a shite, maybe. We shine with eights. We shall, uh, let's say, recline under the tree. Chayech. Chayecha, which means by your life. Which means, like uh, like saying, uh, like yeah. I, I promise you today, like, you shall know. Chayecha, shani pereya levanecha. I will repay. Your children, by midbar, by yishuv, ulasid. So just like you rested and sat under the tree, I'll repay your children in the wilderness by yishuv. By midbar, by yishuv, ulasid. Not three, three times. In the wilderness, I will repay them by yishuv when they will settle in a land. In other words, in a civilized land, yishuv, ulasid, in the future. By midbar. Vishana Takhzai, when he gave them the food, right? There it says there. Um, that's where the, the, there is about the Khrasa Sarchim. He gave them shade in the, from, the, from the heat. Yeah. So he says, I will pay like this. So what is the payment? Bamidbar. Here are the three things. Paras Onon. Lamosach. He spread out a cloud like a Mosach, uh, like a curtain. Meaning that it was the clouds that protected the Jews in the, in the wilderness. Beyishuv besukas teishvu. Beyishuv means besukas teishvu. You'll sit in sukas when you are uh, in, on land when you when you come to civilized land in the cities. Well, also love besukatil itzel yemim. And last love he says that the sukkah will be a shade of the day. May a day shade. In other words, when the sun is beating. It will be a shade to you. So that's the medrash. What is this thing? Vishanu tachaseitz will rest under the tree. Yeah. So first of all, what is the union of Vishanu tachaseitz? What exactly is the significance of that? That it caused such rewards. 
And what is the second reward? The one in Yeshua which says, Basukas Teshu, Sarachli Yishem, Meshadeh, Lemayla Minyan Vishanu. You have to say it's higher. Shariyachad, Vadi Gavoyim, Apulim. Reward is always higher, is greater than the action. So what exactly is this achievement of sitting in the so-called in the shade, or sitting in the sukkah? V'gam haloi ha'eshu sukkah setachas ha'ilam p'sulo. Here he says, the thing under a tree. Isn't it vague that halacha is, that's making, building a, a sukkah under a tree, p'sulo. It's not kosher. It's not, it's not a kosher sukkah. And we learn it actually from this posuk. You shall sit in sukkahs, not under a tree. In other words, you shall sit not under a tree. So we see from this sukkah is actually a completely different thing. It's actually, actually, it's, it's, it's actually uh, antithetical. It's opposite of resting under a tree. So we have to understand what is this union of sitting in sukkahs. And to understand all this, we have to preface, we shall preface, what we discussed earlier, the difference between the transcendent energy and the imminent energy. Imminent energy comes in a distinction, in a division, in a... Uh, Um, diversity, the elements in worlds. That's what it comes. It's it's all about structure. Both in the worlds that are higher than atzilus, and also in the worlds of atzilus briyitzirasi. In other words, it's defined by ischalkus, by structure, by distinction of one level and the next. and the transcendent energy Transcendent energy is ain't safe, no end, obliquable, and without limits. Shame based calculus cloud has no distinctions at all. Even though there are general macrocosmic makifim, makifim like Tehiri Allah, Tehiri Tata, Malchus of Atsilis, the Klolos, before the Tsimtsum, and Ak. Makifim protim of Atsilas Bri Yitzir Nasiya. Makom Mokim Hakob Chinus Ainsov Bliz Chalkus Klal. Nevertheless, they're all in a state of Ainsov without any distinction. That's what we've learned till now. But before, didn't we, didn't we learn the concept that the, the Makim is somehow weaker in the lower level? He's, we addressed it at length in the last chapter. It's exactly what he discussed. Right at the bottom of page 148. He asked that question specifically. <coughs> Three lines from the bottom, he said. He asked that question. Four lines. I, and I explained it with maybe, I don't know how many examples, but the many, many examples. I've discussed it at length. I mean, I could say it again if everybody is unclear about this. You're unclear? Can you explain it to somebody else? Do you understand the difference between the desire for levels and the difference between the levels themselves? Let's start with that. What's the same thing by you? Do you understand the difference between the desire for levels and the levels themselves? You have a general desire for a home. That desire then breaks down to the home's sections. Do you understand the desire for each section different than the sections themselves or not? That's the first question. 
Do you understand that it's a qualitative difference, it's not a quantitative difference. That's the key. So of course there's a desire for each level, because that's what the whole point of Ratzon is. Just like there's a desire for existence. Remember, I explained all the way from the top. Only Atmos is completely detached of everything, because it doesn't have attachments and relationships. But as soon as Eire and Sof Lifni had Simtsum, even before the desire, even that doesn't have a relationship, but it's already existential. It's Mitzis Nimtza. Then the Ratzon, even the Ratzon, before Shir Atzme Bekoyach, it's not even, we're not even talking specific just the is already, it's all about relationship. How much are you, do you reckon with and how much do you care about the product? Or more importantly, not how much you care, how much of, how close are you to it? So etzim hanefesh is very distant from when you sit down and eat a meal. Even though it's the one that's sending directions through the ruts and through everything for you to go eat. But the etzim hanefesh wants to have the kavana fulfilled. And part of the kavana is you have to eat and you eat with a brach and a kavana it goes back. So it all comes down to that immersion. That last liaf that goes and digs the well is the one that is carrying the ruts into digging the well. But its relationship with the well is, is not like the actual digging itself. It's more the instruction for it. So in that sense, this is the, all the rutsenes are really part of one thing. It's fine. This, this needs explanation all the time because we don't live in a world. You see, all this is about elevating our minds and our hearts to a different type of understanding existence. This is existence on the desire level, not existence on the functional level. We are trapped. We're addicts of functionality. We function all the time. Everything is functioned by us. We don't understand the roots of functions. You know, we have to extrapolate and say, wow, it's like, you know, there's a paradox. It's, it's amorphous. It's invisible. So that's why it's a constant struggle. I, I, in other words, even though I've explained it many times, that's why I'm saying it's, it, it is a Veda to understand the level of Ratzin. Because what you're doing is, as I said many times, we're not doing an ex- academic exercise in quantum mechanics. We're trying to understand, be, be more refined in understanding the forces that shape existence. So just like there's a force of the instruments of Chachma Bina Das, which are very much part of the structure, there's a force that is beyond Chachma Bina Das. That's why when we do a mitzvah, we have to always know two things. God wants the detail, but above all, remember, there's a rotsen. You're fulfilling his desire. It doesn't matter the detail right now. <clears throat> there is, but you can't... That's not your business to distinguish between the two. There's two things at once. Because at the same time, yes, you have, when you eat matzah, you're not putting on film. You're not doing the same thing. You can't just say, who really cares what the shape it takes. It does matter. On Shabbos, you do Shabbos. You can't do uh, certain mitzvahs on certain other days. They're not allowed to act, as a matter of fact. So mitzvahs are, are definitely defined by structure. Look, it's ultimately the interface between structure and beyond structure. So at this practical point where we are, we're just trying to understand here's the structure, here's the desire for the structure. Now desire is a whole entity. It's a force. It's a force. Just like electricity is a force of electricity before the electricity fits into particular appliances, Ratzon is a force of divine force before it applies itself to Atsilus and so on. As I mentioned the other day, Think of it, if you want an imagery, think of it like this. Erein Sof, Erein Sof is basically dispatching a Ratzon Kloli, which in turn dispatches a whole bunch of agents that are all carriers of the program from the source. Now they each go to their particular world. But they understand each other because they all were in that same room when the dispatch took place. You, you do Atzilis, you do Bri, you do Atzira. And they have to all commensurate. It's like a teacher has to fit to its, to its particular students. Here it's not a teacher, here it's a makif. 
So it's a makif pot, it's keser of Asiya, not keser of Abriya or Itzilas. But they're all carrying that uh, source code. Let's put it this way. Rotson carries the source code. All examples are inadequate. Just for the record, all examples are inadequate. The examples is trying to help us get to that point. So the bottom line, no, I think in some ways I, I like the example because it's very good. It's amorphous, huh? It's not. It's exactly the same thing. The the, the rotson of Asi is also diminished. The questions. It is, it is diminished to some extent. It's not diminished, but his personality is not diminished. No, the market is diminished. No, the market is not diminished. Qualitatively, it's diminished. Quantitative, it is diminished. Qualitative, it's not. Right. What does this last statement mean then? Because that's what it is. It's, a dis- it's carrying the code. It's, it's, I keep asking, do you understand the difference between the desire and the levels? There is a distinction. It is a desire for Asiya. It's not a desire for Bria. Now, there is a distinction between one and the next. But they all carry when you... Ca- what? Look, the problem is you can't figure out something that can be two different things at the same time. Is that the problem? It has to be either a table or a chair. It's not a table or a chair. It's a Rotson for Asiya and it's still a Rotson. That's the bottom line. I don't know about the words. Why don't you understand it as being a, a more subtle dimension? Okay. It's anyway the carrier of the code. It's the carrier of the source code. Take that away, and all the spheres may lose direction. It's like take away the department head, who's supposed to be heading that particular world, and then and the, and the spheres are all aligned, but they don't have that so-called the source code as it is from the source from the architect completely. We're far, far worse than that. We don't even have the imminent energy. I mean, we, we, we're in Golis. Golis is a whole other story. Golis is a helm of it all. I told you, for us to figure out Er Pnimi would be nice. Navilan or Er Makif. Anyway, the, the spirit... The spirit. No, uh, that's Anosikli. Talking about Neshama. I don't know. There's a, by me, there's no Shinri before and after Gimel Tamas. You have to remember. When you're talking Atzmizdiki levels. You're talking about Shinri and Giluyim. You know, look, if Atmos is everywhere, I'm no problem with the Rebbe being everywhere. But you can't be Megashim. It's because it's, it's higher than Mokim and Zman. You know, it's a. You don't need anything either. Just read the, the Tanya, get us a cage, Simachov Zion, Simachov Zion, it's very clear. Where a tzaddik is after uh, the goof is not there. If you remember, if a tzaddik's Chayyat tzaddik is Chayyim Ruchnim, even when he saw him, he, he wasn't him. So that's what you're going to have to learn Chassidus to figure that out. Just like Rotson. Because it takes on the shape for that. We should be able to relate to it. That's why. The problem is, the point is not to be Megashim on our level. The point is for us to be Ruchnizik enough to understand it on that level. That's the key. Whatever, there's a tailor that tells us certain things. I don't, do you think you, there's logic for the oil? I mean, if the Shama is everywhere, is for some reason, we lay, we, we, there's something there. I don't know. You know? If you can connect the souls, trust me, you can connect wherever you go. But clearly, Tzadikim went to Shtatchus Akirit Tzadikim. Most people today, they do it, it's more token. They, what, they, 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 it's not like they're, uh, you know, it's, it's whatever, it's just symbolic. Why? Because I don't know, I never saw that chat. That's why. What I just said. No, I'm talking about why. It doesn't say the reason. That does, you're, you're connecting it to the reason, but that doesn't say anywhere. I never heard that reason before. 
Is that what, is this your theory or you saw it in the Svarim? This entire Bumaymodim on Ashtaskalakim, I never saw that. That I never saw. I don't know, you have to see these languages. I, I, have to. I heard this from Labour government three, three times at least. In general, things like this, I personally yeah. don't like to see things in sources. When you start talking so, about these type of things. No, but I mean, I mean not just that, that he, I'm sure he has a source. I, I personally would want to see it before I would comment on it. But I would want to see it before commenting because everything is his language. It's what it means exactly. Okay, anyway, um, so now we continue chapter 80. Remember, the work is to continuously challenge yourself and your perception of reality. And Rotson and Kesser and the Makifim force us to do that because it's forcing you to go to a place that we don't see. You're going into the engine room. We see the product. We don't see the desire that brought this product into being. And what he's showing us here is that there is a desire in each aspect of existence. And that desire remains a transcendent force and has impact on existence. That's the bottom line. You see the front end, you don't see the back end. Right. So the first 56 chapters of Ayin Bayes was the back end of Erpnimi. What defines the structure? the Kav, all that. Eris, Kalim, the long, long discussion. From 56 and on, primarily from 59 till where we are now, 79, the discussion of the Makif, the forces behind the imminent. It begins that the Er Makif, for the Tzimtzum, in, it, in the Makif arose the desire for the Pnimi. That's the first words he used. That's where the Ratzon that the Eir Habligvul envisioned and allocated and estimated what the structure will be like. And that in turn creates these two different paths. So Rotson remains a type of elusive and detached force, but it's within existence. There's chapters upon chapters. To be very honest, this would require going back and back again and learning it all again from Perik Memches and Tanya. The makif is everywhere except we don't feel it. So really makif gives us an opportunity to understand the energy that is divine within existence, but not part of existence. That's really what it comes down to. Where erpnimi is the divine energy within existence and part of existence. So now he's going to continue in this discussion back to makifim. Om no Nevertheless, we still have to understand Aren't there ten spheres of Igulim? So the last 20 chapters he explained what Makifim Pratim are. That each world has its desire and still they're still all really one Ratzim Be'etzim. Made up of the same personality. But now we have another thing. In Kabbalah it says there's ten spheres of Igulim. Like it says in Eitzchayim in the beginning, just like there are ten spheres of Yeshur. Let's again, Yeshur is means straight. 
Yesha refers to the straight line of the Kav of Pnimi. In Kabbalistic terminology, Makif Pnimi, or Seva of Mamala, in Chassidus, is Igulim and Yesha. So these are all, you could say, they're synonyms. Igulim, Makifim, Seva of Kalam, Kesar. One family, Yesha, Kav, Pnimi, Mamala Kalam is the second family. Imminence and transcendence in general terms. So he says in Eitzchayim, just like the ten spheres of Yeshur and Pnimi, Kmekein Yesh Esospheres Degulim. The ten spheres of Egulim. So before we spoke, remember, we spoke about the Kav creates the Eagle of Ak, then it creates the Eagle of Atzilus, or Akudim, the Eagle of Bria, of Yitzir Asiya. So what we have is, let's say, five Egulim. But now he's going further. In Eitzchayim it says that the Gulim have actually Esospheres. Not just general Igulim for each world. A Kesar of Atzilus, a Kesar of Bria. There's actually Igulim, there's Chochma, the Eagle of Chochma, the Eagle of Bina, the Eagle of Das. So what's happening now is, he suddenly transcendence is getting much closer to spheres. So because spheres are there. Not just general desires for the rooms of, 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 of the cosmic order of Zishtashlis. But he says, there's yes, Esospheres, the Igulim. Igul HaKesar, the Igul HaChochma, the Igul HaMalchus. So besides the general circle for each world, that's called, that's called the department head of Atzillus, there's now Igulim, Chochmeh has a Pnimi, has an eagle. The eagle of Chochmeh, the eagle of Bina, the eagle of Das. Within every world. Right. There's an eagle of Kesser, even though Kesser itself is an eagle. Even in Yach? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Kesser, it's an eagle of Kesser. The bottom line is everything has Igulim. There's everything, wherever you go, there's Igulim and Yesh. So there's an eagle within eagle. That's how the whole point is. There's the eagle hagadol. Is that's why it's called eagle hagadol? It's the large sphere because it's the one that surrounds everything. So we see from this that there's a schalkus, a distinction of ten spheres, also in the world of igulim. It means in the in the in the world of in the, in the level of ain't safe and bleakful. So he said, till now, yes, we understand the distinction because the desires applied to the worlds. But now we're actually saying there's a sfiris. Before we continue, what do you want to say? Ad it doesn't count Malchus, but it counts Kesser instead. It's very interesting. What are you saying? It doesn't count Das. If you count Kesser, you don't count Das. That's why you never see say Das. He always says Chochm Bina, and then he says Chesed and Gvura. It depends. When you count the external spheres, you don't count Das. When you count the inner spheres, you count Das. It's another discussion. It's not... Uh, and you have to say that they're distinguished in their level because after the, because we're saying they're Kesar of Chachma, Kesar of Bina, Kesar of because they're Bchinis Kesar Chachma and Bina. Well, eleven. We don't count Das. What does that have to do with the discussion here? Yeah, right. It's a different discussion, 
So we see that there's a distinction of levels. He's saying the cheder, because you could argue, you know what? Esospheres of Yesha are actually ten different spheres. In the Makifim, it's, it's, it's a figurative. He's saying, but from the Lush and Esospheres, the Golem is Mashmid, there's actual Esospheres. But may the Gamma Makifim may be Madrigas Mechulakis. Mechulakim. Madrigas Mechulakis. So also the Makifim are distinguished levels. Being because every makif, every eagle has ten spheres. Like the example of the makif kloli, the all-encompassing macrocosmic transcendence of ak. Has ten spheres. Like it says in Yitzchayim, the ba'ak yesh eses spheres the yeshev, eses spheres the gulim, specifically. In other words, it doesn't just say there's ten spheres of pnimi of yesha. There's also ten spheres of igulim. And the same thing with Kesar Vatsilis. Yes, Esther Spheres has also ten spheres. In the level of Kesar itself. It doesn't mention, but it says it. Maybe he alluded to it. I don't think so. So Kesar Gufa, Levad, Mashat, Kesar, Kel, Esther Spheres, Deyesha. Besides that, Kesar encompasses the ten spheres of Primi of all the ten spheres below it. It itself is made up of ten spheres. That's why you have Chachm of Ak, of, of, of Atik, you have Bina of Atik, you have Gvura of Atik, you have Chesed of Atik. So there's spheres in the Gulim now. Yeah, listen, this is a further development of the Hemshech. The interface is, is, is slowly developing here. Yeah, you think you had it all figured out? And the same thing, Kesar Abriya has ten spheres in it. And being that every makiv has ten spheres, which are the cheder, seemingly they are separate levels. So also makifim are in a state of his chalkus. How could you say the makifim don't have distinction? They have clearly ten spheres within them. And this contradicts to what we discussed earlier. That Aymakov has no distinctions and it's literally ain't safe, meaning seamless, meaning shapeless. Now, obviously, if you really think about it, you can come to many different answers based on what he said earlier. Especially in chapter 59 that I keep referring to. If you remember where he said there, he asked the question there about Kesser, Kesser and Pnimi. So that's what he said, Be'erkeinu and Be'erach Atzmei, there's ten hidden spheres. But Be'erkeinu and Be'erach Atzmei. But Be'erkei, in other words, compared to God, the source, the whole thing is Makif and it's all Eir that has no, has no distinctions. So you could te- technically say this here as well. But but first of all, the Rebbe Rashab wants to spell everything out. And he hasn't talked about it. You could say that. Because there, what radiates above before the symptom is only the Ratzon Elyon. It's only the desire of the Divine. Here, you're talking about in the world now, in the structure of existence. You don't only have distinction of ten. In the structure, you have distinction of ten even in the transcendent. The question is, well, what that means exactly. So obviously, you could answer that it means that from the perspective of the desire, there's really... But since the desire needs to have the ten spheres, so it has within it some type of distinction. But I don't want to speculate. I'm just throwing it out because it seems like the obvious answer. But let's see how we're going to develop this now.
Mavur Beitzchayim, and it's explained in Beitzchayim Shom. There, what he said earlier. So far, he's quoted two Beitzchayims that there's Igulim in the Sfiris and Igulim, the Sfiris and Ak. Now we go further. The Igulim have them higher and lower. They have a hierarchy. Because when you said there's Igulim within the Igulim, you're saying the Igula alien. The higher eagle is save of surrounds and encompasses the eagle, a lower eagle. A lower that's lower than it. Remember, it's circles within circles. The eagle of Kesar, it's not circles that are side by side. No, it's within eagle betech eagle is the expression. So it's like this. It's like it's like if you look at the big picture, you have big circles, and each circle you have a bunch of small circles, and each everything is within within. It's like a constant, uh, yeah. But not like a circle and things are, are in, in that circle. Right. Well, the question is if Bria, the, the Gulim of Bria, are in the circle of Atsilas. Because then it's going to get a little complicated. Because you have, let's say, ten, sphere, ten circles in Atsilas. Yeah. And where's Bria going to fit in exactly? Right. So it could be that Bria begins a new series of circles. So you do have different circles that are not within each other. And there's the big one. And there's the big, that's everything, right. But the, definitely the world in the world in the world itself in Atzilus itself it's it's eagle betech eagle. I don't think the worlds are are eagle betech eagle. I may, I may be wrong. I'm thinking. No, no, because that because of Yeshet. I'm talking from the beginning of Igulim, whether the Igulim of Bria are within the Igulim of Atzilus. I don't think so. Momosh or not? You know, maybe I never saw. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. That right now he's talking about Kapoim, spheres for sure not. Kesar of, the eagle of Chachma is within the eagle of Kesar. Fine. Because that's Yesha, that's Yesha. Makif, there is no Mailama. Anyway, now, but now he's going, that there's, so, there's, so now he's going further. That eagle has Mailama. Like the circle of Kesar, think of it as a circle within a circle. And he's superior to it, and he's above it. So circle within circle, Chachma Bina go on till Malchus, which is the lowest of them all. He's the inner, the most inside circle, the most inner circle. But he's also the low. Gerua Mekulam, meaning Gerua means inferior, but Gerua means lowest. So you see here now Ma'elomata now Makif also. Like it says there in Nitzchayim, the Biyesher Apnimi Mekulam Meshubach Mekulam. In Yesher, the one that's most internal is the one that's most precious, most valuable. Vachitzeni Hamal Bishkulam Gerua Mekulam, and the outer dimensions that dresses up and enclose them all. Gerua Mekulam is the Gerua. For example, in the human body. Any structure. The things that are most internal, like the internal organs, are far more precious as the skin and the bones and the skin and the layers are protectors. In the base of Migdash, the Kedush Kedashim is the Mu'ula, the thing that's more the Prim Shebe Prim, the inner of the inner. And the outer layers, that's in Yesha, in Primi, it works that way. But the Makif is going to say is the opposite. And in transcendent then is the opposite. 
Shachitseni hasevev kulam meshubach mekulam. The outer dimensions are the higher dimensions, are greater meshubach, are more precious than desirable, or meshubach, more uh, valuable. Apnimi guruah mekulam. One second, let me finish. Apnimi guruah mekulam. And the inner circles are the ones that are the lowest levels. So in other words, Kesa, the Makif of Kesa, that surrounds all the circles is a far higher one than Chachmeh. And Malchus, the bond that's all the way inside, the smaller circle, is the weakest one. The opposite direction. So, so, so the same Malchus of the Sia would be, in, in, in Yosher, would be the highest. He didn't say that, by the way. He didn't say that. He just said the Pnimi. What's the Pnimi? You want to know what the Pnimi is in Yosher? Uh, maybe, maybe Malchus. He didn't say. Uh, he didn't say here. It's possible that that's correct. Uh, he didn't spell out what the pnimi is. I mean, based on what what he's, what, what he's saying, it seems that way. Because Malchus is the most inner, and Makifim is the lowest, and the pnimi would be the highest, meaning the kavon is there. But I'm, I'm not sure if that's what he means here. I'm not sure. I have to know what what he means by by yesher pnimi. It could be Chachma is the most primi of all the ten spheres. And that's the highest. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it plays itself out in the spheres, let's put it this way. Um, because it's like Primi and Makif is a whole different discussion now. Primi and Makif. Because he's not saying what he said earlier, not so that from the beginning of Kavona, the lower the level, the higher. He didn't say the lower the level, the higher it is. That's not what he's saying here. He says Yeshua, the structure of Yeshua is that the outer rooms are more external and the inner sanctum is where the key is the most powerful. Right. I don't think he's talking about the spheres. And a makif is the other way around. The outer makifim are higher levels. That's really what he's saying. So I don't think he's talking about the spheres. He's talking about more how structural. He didn't say that either. No. He didn't say chetzenis of the makif. He's saying he's not saying chetzenis of makif. He's saying that the outer makifim. In other words, when you say, for example, that the outer makifim of the human body is what is our skin, our hair, our bones, the outer layers. That our makif is not in the level of yesha is not considered to be superior to what's inside. In makifim, it is. The outer makifim are the more superior forces. Okay. Maybe he'll, play, maybe he'll explain it more, but right, that's what he's saying right now. Okay. So here we go. It's the hepech. The bottom line that he wants to say, this was as, as an, a tangent. It wasn't relevant to the discussion. He just wanted to say there are levels. So just like there's a mile mata, a hierarchy, in the world of Yesha and Pnimi, internal, imminent, same thing, there's a mile mata, there's a hierarchy in Makif, in uh, Igulim, in the circles, and they surround and encompass each other. So we have here really, breaks the question down into two. One is we have Ischalkus in, in Igulim, Chach, Mabina, so on. Two, we have hierarchy in Igulim, because one is higher than the other. Igulim are higher than one another. Which is exactly, if you remember back then, chapters ago, when we spoke about Primi, we said the main thing with Primi is that there is, number one, each of them has a, is fundamentally different Madregas. Chachm is fundamentally different than Bina. 
And there's a and there's a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy that's also essential. Defines one has high more energy than the next. And now we're saying that the spheres and hierarchy also makifim seemingly. So we have our contradiction on the table. Um, nom. Now comes the answer. Um, nom, however, this does not yet really contradict the Ikusesadayan. That everything we've said here, or maybe the last point, is not really a contradiction. Otherwise, he's soon going to find the real state. This is this is the truth. Is what we said now does not really yet contradict to the primary uh, theme. In other words, you know, sometimes someone asks you a question, and the question is legitimate, but you're not contradicting the the, the point they want to make. You have a question; it's a technical question. He says here it's not contradicting It's not contradicting the primary thing that we spoke earlier that igulim are shapeless or ain't safe. Why? Because we learned this custom earlier that there are many levels. There are several there are different levels of Ksarim and Makifim. From Kasar of Ak Adam Kadman all the way to Kasar of Asiya. And they're all in the state of Kasar. Well, let's read, we'll see where he's going with this. The and the Ksarim the Ishtalsus, the evolution of the Ksarim are one from another. As we said, they have their own track. They have their own uh, so-called, yeah, like an express track. There's a local track and express track. The local track is Chach Mabina. Express, you take the Kesser track. Okay. This is discussed in the last chapter, 79. That they're all in the state of Ainsef. And just like the Ratzin of Asiya is exactly the same Ratzin. Meaning from the perspective of the Balarotzen. Not from the perspective of the structure, because it is Kesar Vasiyah. It's exactly the same desire as the one Natsilis. Like we learned before in chapter 79. We explain there the difference between functional Seichel, like um, what we saw there, um, with craftsman Seichel. The Seichel of Seichel HaMaisi, how to embroider, how he said, art. It's fundamentally different personality than Atzmas HaChochem of Atzil. Desire, on the other hand, of Asiyah is, yes, it's a desire for something different, but the desire itself is qualitatively of the same personality because all it is is carrying an agent of the, the one who wants that desire. And according to this, he's explaining how what he said till now is not really a contradiction because based on what he's discussed earlier, when you really understand it, so when we call one, so now what we call something eagle alien, something is a higher eagle, something eagle tachten. This doesn't mean that they're fundamentally a hierarchy. One is higher. Their fundamental uh, personality and level. It means the energy and the revelation in the higher eagle, in the higher. Circle the higher transcendent force. May it air be yesed. Maybe eagle atacht. It radiates more air than the eagle atacht. Olochenu sevu makif es atacht. That's why it surrounds and encompasses the lower. In other words, let's just use an example. When it comes to seichel, when you put seichel, for example, to pick up a, a cup or to throw a stone, 
You don't need as much, you, you, you have a minimal amount of seichel there, right? Investment of energy. You spoke earlier, for example, it's even a habit. You don't even need to train somebody to throw a stone. Especially once you've done it several times, it's almost reflexive. But a little seichel needs to go because you have to say, I'm going to throw it this direction, that direction. When it comes, let's say, to seichel of writing an idea or communicating, then you've got to concentrate. You've got to use a lot more brain power. There's a qualitative difference between these two. Okay? Desire, the desire to throw a stone and desire to write or to convey does not have quite the same. The desire is different in, in context. There's, yes, here desire is to write. So you look at the product, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's a inferior product, so to speak. But from the perspective of the desire, it's fundamentally the same thing. It's just that here's now a desire to throw a stone, here's a desire to think. So from the perspective of brain power, is absolutely different. They're not the same brain power. Different energy. Because primi, there's a fundamental hierarchy going on, a fundamental distinction. Rotson, it's desire. So if your brain is sending a message through your nerve system, throw a stone, or it's sending a message through the nerve system, uh, think of an idea. The thinking needs more work, but the desire doesn't. It's not like a bigger investment. Like you know, you need to have a real, a deeper type of. Uh, it's not like a fundamentally a different desire. It's just a different uh, message, basically. So from the perspective of the revelation of it, like he says, the gilui, it's lower. That's why it's a makif of a lower world. But from the perspective of the makif. So in other words, this that we're saying there's levels and spheres doesn't mean that there's really spheres. It means it's in the manifestation of the desire that there's, there's levels. He's obviously not going to accept this because then the Eitz Chaim, that's why he kept saying L'chayra. Because then the, then the question, is to wonder what was the question in the first place. Yeah. It seems like he's not going to accept this because he wants to say there's actually spheres in the Gulim. Because this would be more, it's the, it's the, the Gulim have a function of, but let's see, let's see, I don't want to guess. And, and it really comes down to how many ideas... <coughs> Then as it breaks down to less ideas, that's where the hierarchy is. Just how many ideas? Because then it breaks down each uh, inner, inner circle. Okay. So anyway, saying so the distinction is Eir Vigili. Now that's more and higher than. Okay. Well, this is already, he's now not going to accept this. Fine. So this is seemingly an answer to the contradiction. That yes, there's Milo Mata, there's a distinction, but its distinction is not really in the Igulim because they are fundamentally of the same personality. It's only in their so called impact. Right. But he says now, but in truth, I'm not sure if this is a contradiction or its continuation. Let's see where it goes. Ubemis, in truth, he doesn't say but in truth. He says Ubemis. And the truth is, every eagle. An eagle, every circle, every makif. Let's see, let's see. Has in it a hierarchy like we just like we discussed earlier. Shesh eagle elyon ve eagle tachten. Because there's a higher circle and a lower circle. The same thing in the higher eagle itself. There's a higher part of it and there's a lower part of it. Because the eagle itself has the top of the eagle and the lower part of the eagle. Let's see where he's going. Because the beginning of the eagle, the top part of the eagle, meaning top from the perspective of the structure. So let's read what he says. Here. Eliene is Eliene. Looks like sounds like the top. You're asking questions. Let's learn like children learn. Let's learn what he says. Here. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. So let's see. I don't know. 
The top of the eagle, the energy radiates more. As the eagle continues and extends, it doesn't radiate that same intensity. Like it says elsewhere in the, in the, in the repair of a sin or iniquity. He's giving an example, so we're going to get back to this. The begam, the blemish, the damage, the, the scar, the wound, they're all correct words, is in two things. When a person sins, there are two wounds that happen, two scars. Two, um, what's the word I wanted to use? Indentations. No, two, okay, two scars. The first thing is that the energy is removed. You remove energy. It's like the blood, the blood like leaving the, the, the limb. The energy is being drained. That's a good word, silica drained. Yeah, it means literally to expire, but. The second is the unikas achatsenim, we'll call the negative energies, the negative forces. Chetzenim literally means outers, the outer lease. But they, they come when there's no energy, when there's no one to protect. It's like when, where do bacteria infections come is when, there's, when, when we're at our weakest. Yeah. So, be, so when the Yenikas are saying that they wean, they, they nurse, uh, they, right, they, they, like parasites. They see, uh, not the see, but what does a parasite do? It, it sucks energy. More than it's more than they're measured, what they, what is allotted measure, right? Because according to their allotted measure, according to the mimer of kavamida, kavamida is an expression. Kavamida means literally a measuring rod or measuring stick. It's like when you cook, you use a uh, thing that measures. So kavamida is an expression used in Kabbalah Chassidus. Zehar. Later he speaks Kavamida, this Kavha, this two, this Kavamida, this Kavha, Naramoidit, Kavha. Will come to me in a minute. And Kavamida means that, that the energy is something that's giving energy to everything in existence. So the Chekar Kotsov, the a lot of the amount that they get up, Maimakavamida kav, means, means on God's expression, like Asarim Amar, Mekabam Chayas Mitsumsum. According to their allotted measure, they receive very little energy. And their grasping, where they hold on to, where they get their energy, is just on the back side of the skin of Malchus. So this literally like bacteria. Like on the back skin, they get something. Like we all have microbes that, that feed off. But, but, but they're getting only what they deserve to get. They're not intruding, they're not invading. And getting going for the blood, to, right? Exactly. The mal keneda, as it's known. Vayedehachet. But what does the chet do? Achizosim madregal yeni yeser. When you chet and you weaken, you create a state where they now are going to get more than they usually get. So two things happen chet. One is the energy is drained, and two the chetzenim grasp. The gamet sutzes the gedusha. Right. 
Now it gets worse. And also the sparks of Gdusha and Nivlayim get swallowed up by them. No, they begin to now also eat and consume even the Gdusha. Because now they've like their enemy has entered. And the Tikkun, the repair therefore has to also be in these two things. One is to push away, to um, repel, and to move away the the sucking of these outer forces, the nurturing. And the parenthesis, and also to refine and to take away from them the life that is being transmitted to them. So there's really, in this first one, really it's second level, but the first, there's two things. One is to push them away. Basically it's like if you see a maggot or a mosquito, you know, push it away. But also it's to not let them get the chayis. Right. Well, the equivalent would be you can't get the blood back from the mosquito, you know, back. But basically, in Aveda, yeah, you could. Vabeiz which is the olive before, the first problem, to bring back the energy that was drained. To bring back, tra- transmit back, draw back down the energy into the kalim. He says, fine, fine, okay, so be it. I mean, it could be either way, really, but it doesn't matter here. The point is, exact, and the example that we're using is like this. When God forbid, let's say, blood, stop circulating to part of the body. So the part of the body is in great risk. Gangrene. Yeah, gangrene, but also infections and other things because the blood, the life, keeps it gone. So, so when the, so, so the, so, so besides, so one thing is you have to get rid of the new, the maggots and the parasites that have gathered and are feeding off of it. That's an Aveda. Aveda, the, the, the first thing is getting rid of the negative. And second is you have to bring back the energy. You have to draw back energy into there. So it should be strong again. It's not just enough to fight off uh, infections. Okay. What's irrelevant to us? Because this is all to explain what Ermakif is. All this is through the transmission of the Ermakif. As we know, Ermakif repels the gleaning, the nurturing, the sucking suckling of the outer forces. And also the the second thing it does is it, it brings in, it draws down an energy. Because the transmission of the imminent energy is through the transmission of the transcendent energy. Because that's its root and its source. He said all this earlier, by the way. However, in order to remove, not talking about protecting now, once the Chetzenim have already invaded, to remove them, remove their, their power, that has to come from a higher dimension in the Makif itself. So general Makif, let's say, let's take about our skin. Our skin protects from infection. So it's a makif, it's protection from infection to enter into, and it's also giving energy to the rest of, of the panimi. Then, unfortunately, something happened, and there was a penetration, there was an intrusion. So now you need a stronger makif, you need a stronger dimension of the makif, 
because you need a stronger, a higher energy. The Because that which is the higher, the higher something is, the lower, lower it goes. And now you can't rely on the energy that was before, because before the preventive energy is not going to be enough. You need some. You need basically you need new troops. You can't rely on the troops before who have been compromised. So if you need to have. That's what he says here. You need a higher level in the makif now to repel and to fight off these uh, intruders. Specifically, because you don't want just want to repel them and push them away. You want to take back what they took from you. Right. You, they, they took from you energy. They took, let's say, weapons. They took hostages. So it's not just you, you need more strength to repel them, which also is not. You need to actually take it back from them. That's why you need to have a, a powerful energy. That the spark should be drawn to it. So think of it like this. Sparks are here. There's a flame. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Let me say it anyway. So you have sparks in here. So everything is fine. You know, sparks are orbiting around the mother flame. Everything is fine. But then there was, for some reason, some the, the, some turbulence. So it blocked the energy from the mother flame. This, so the stars have begun to lose their orbit. And they've, and they've been grabbed by some other gravitational pull of Chitzenim. So it's not enough to just go back to where you are. Now you've got to go and counter that. And get it back. The black hole or whatever it is that's drawing them. Yeah. So you have to counter that. So you need to have from the makif has to like it has to transmit a powerful energy. So it's to draw back those nitzutzes back to its orbit. So it goes like this: like a flame that is drawn toward a torch. And and the more that the torch is greater and stronger, the spark will be drawn to it even when it's distant. I mean, I absolutely... Well, the Nitzitz and the Vukas fits much more because you're talking about in the Shem is Neir Hashem Masadam. Anyway, it's interesting how he went off here to a whole Aveda. It's also connected to the Messiah Simechuva because it's about the cure of Hamoyer al But let's just see where, how this is going here. Actually, it's a little free, easier because he's applying it in much more Vedic terms. But bottom line, he's still going back to Makiv being Hamayel Lamata. So what in order for there to be the transmission, the, 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 the energy and containers, that comes from the lower part of the Makiv. Because it's more commensurate to the imminent energy. Vinimtza. Yeah, this is going to need explanation because the whole new sugi is opening up here. Makifim. 
Benimtza. So we see from this, one thing is clear, the Rebbe Rashab is going to be very thorough about this Makifim. He's not leaving any stone unturned. He's bringing from every Maimir and every possible source to make sure that Makifim, we have it figured out. Are they are they Eschalkus or there's no Eschalkus? Okay? So, that, so that's the good news. When you finish with this, you're going to master the art of Makifim. Um, so he says like this, Nimtza. From all this, from the from we find shall be equal gufu yeshbe milo matu pchinis ribu yimid air. That the that in the eagle itself, there's higher and lower, in more, and diminished energy. He is contradicting what he said before. In other words, the answer in chapter seventy nine is not sufficient. Is what I would say is what he wants to say. Because there you're basically saying there's no real milo matan rotsen. It's only the giluim. Here clearly from this whole thing with Aveda. There's a whole thing. It's a whole, it's a whole process. Makif in general is a certain power. If there's a chet and oven and there's a weakness, you need to have more energy. And you need to have more repelling. And you need more intensity. So makif is, is like there's a whole... In other words, makif too has a channel where you could increase makif and lower the makif. So let's go like that. Before we were learning chachma bina have that. You know, more chachma when you write and think than when you throw a stone. So that's clearly different levels. Ratzen... It's just different shlichus, and you could say, here's the shlichus of Asiya, here's the shlichus of Atzilus. You could say, yeah, Rotson, but there's no more application of desire when you're writing something than when you're throwing something. It's not, it's not a more application. It's more application of the mind, but not more application. But here it appears that the makif itself has volume. There's a, there's, a, there's a higher level of makif that achieves things when you have a sin. There's a lower level of makif that gives keichus to primi and that you don't need when there's no sin. So clearly... What he's proving here is that Makiv has, yes, you can higher and lower the volume. Look, it's new what he's saying because we haven't discussed this at all till now. It's clearly going into a new, a new discussion, so don't be disturbed. I mean, what we said is not a concept. What we said is going further. Clearly, Makiv has something now. The question is, what is the structure that, he's, that this is? That's what we need. A, don't, they don't have to speculate. I think if you speculate, you're going to cause more problems. That's not what he said, by the way. He said that the makif itself has a higher and lower. That would be an answer to the question. He's saying that the makif itself has an alien and a tachtan. That's the dilemma here right now. Which means, at the bottom line, properties of pnimi are now being associated to the interface of makif. So if you really want, ultimately, the ultimate goal is going to be that there's a makif in pnimi and there's a pnimi in a makif. That's for sure. That, but he's building the case. First, we establish that Makif and Primi are two worlds. Then we establish Makif as a relationship with the Primi. Now he's going further and saying Makif actually has within it some type of structure. What well, that structure is, we're going to find out. No, no, no. For sure not. That's Primi as Primi's against because then it undermines the whole Eris Mitzvahim. Then you can say the mitz- that A, it is Poshet, and the Matzvahim is in the Makif. That's what you want to say. Yeah. Now you want to say that just like Eris, what? Just the Eris, the Kalim, the Kalim, Mitziyarim, and the Eris also Mitziyarim. That's the same thing, Makim Aprimi. But but now because the whole point was that Eris Pnimi is Mitziyarim. That was his chiddush. To say that, to 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 start saying that, you know, because Eris Pnimi is Mitziyarim. That's for sure. It's Pnimi. It's Esos Firus Agmuzis. No, he's not. He's definitely not going there. The Kalim is considered the Makim. No, that was the whole point. Mitzir means that it's not considered a makif. That the, that the air, when it's coming from Shmaiv Avtayim, has chesed and in it. It's not a makif. 
Rotson is not is not a primi. Let's make this very clear. Ir is 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 keiches primi, hundred percent. Even compared to the kelim, yeah. The kelim may not understand them, but the, but air is not koma. He says er, all the way to its root is air primi. That's the whole point that the sharshe air is what you're saying undermines the whole hemshech here. The hemshech was saying that sharshe air is all the way to the root. There's the ten hidden spheres. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm trying to sense. Now, now, now we're talking about the primi. There's makifim. Makifim. So their air we established has tzir. Now the question is, the makifim have tzir. That's what, that's what Ayn Bez is doing, yeah. Now he's not talking about Eris Premium, for sure not. It depends which my modem you're talking. It depends which my modem you're talking. Yeah, generally, Eira Chochman is Klea Chochman, yeah. And you're including both of them when you say Chochman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also 10 spheres now. That's what he said, in addition to 10 spheres of Yeshu, there's 10 spheres in the Gulim. I know what you want to say. You want to say it's just like he was Mechadish. He's coming now and saying there's a certain type of Esosphiris in the Makifim. Yeah, he's, but Pashas is going there. But but I don't want to speculate. What's the point? He's, the Rebbe Rashab is going. Let's see what he says. I'm not, you know, for sure he's going that direction. It's clearly going deeper. Remember, there's a point where Makif meets Primi. I remember I told you chapter 79, uh, 59, he says clearly, he's Mitzayir Esosphiris. Is it Makif or Primi? In Shedin Sof Livni Atzimtzum, when the Rots and Klolis, Shir Atzmi Bekeach, is that a makif or a primi? On one hand, is the root of primi. On the other hand, it's 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 a makif because from his perspective, it's just another uh, Rotsen of his. Remember the key, the beauty here is going to be that that uh, that world of Rotsen, since the Eibushes Rotsen is Mahave, you could say there's primi in the Rotsen, there's a primi in the makif, because the makif may raise the primi. There's also no, no primi before the Atzimtzum. That's what I just said. Yeah. But, but 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 let's go there. Let's see where he goes. I'm not sure. I don't want to jump the gun. It's clearly connected to all of that. So where are we here? Nimtza that there's a higher and lower. Ah, However, the Mailamata Yeah, he's saying my lamata generally not, not the primary thing of hierarchy is not defined by quantity and quality of energy. And he's going to go back to something he said much earlier. Because even an imminent energy, <coughs> we explained earlier. <coughs> Give me some water, please. If you don't mind. The ikid inyan, ma'elamatu shamadrega yenu b'chinis ma'el be'etzim adregosa. Thank you. But we learned even with imminent energy, the primary distinction is not is that one of them is fundamentally a higher level than the other. Remember he spoke then, is Bina diminished Chochmah. No, it's diminished the energy of Chochmah, it becomes Bina. That's not correct. Bina is a different source, a different type of thinking. So really what distinguishes one sphere from the other, that they're fundamentally different. And that's why, qualitative, right, that's why there's a quantity different in energy. So for example, you say electricity, uh, that you would say there's no real difference. Electricity is flowing, 
And then one container takes more, one container takes less. So you have filters that, uh, that's called, that's diminish the flow. No different than water coming from a big pipe going to a small pipe. So in Chachman Bina, the pipes are actually different. And therefore, there's a different type of energy, higher and lower. That's even in Pnimi. He's answering, he's, he's explaining now my Lamata. Right. Like Chachma is fundamentally different qualitatively than Bina. Like you discussed earlier at length. We're going now back to chapters in the 40s, I think, or even the 30s. Lamed Ches? Yeah, 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 right. Lamed Zayin, Lamed Ches. Right. Beirach. But the the more and less energy that each one has, that's not the primary definition of its hierarchy. Even in imminent energy. Because when you're talking you're not talking about quanti- qualitative difference, you're talking quantitative difference. Diminished energy, like I said, with water or electricity, is the same fundamental personality as the, 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 the abundant energy. The only difference is, is it more diminished or more, or more abundant? In the state of more and less, that the spark in the flash of the idea radiates a powerful, much a, a very strong, powerful uh, energy. What does that mean? That there radiates the subtlety and the refinement, the subtlety and the the loftiest, the loftiness of the sikhli, of the idea. And when you comprehend it with bina, that that intensity, that subtlety gets diminished. That's concealed. All this is fundamentally one mushakolubhinasikli. Everything there is sechel. Because also the spark of the idea is also intelligence. So in that case, when you're talking about diminished, yes, it begins with a spark of an idea. And then it gets diminished. So now you have, in Chochmah, in Bina, you don't have the same intensity. But that's not the main distinction between Chochmah and Bina. That's just how their, their Ribu Yamid manifests. Okay? The real difference between them, ain't a dame, it doesn't compare to the Ma'il Amata Chochmah Bina Shabbatsim Midregosim, that they fundamental difference between qualitative. The Chochmah Bechinus Riyavi Samtus. Chachme is a state of vision of seeing visamtus and a, and a, res, and a resonant truth. Vahanocha and a leg, hanocha a conviction. All this was discussed back there. The conviction that you have. This is a completely qualitative different. This is not diminished in Bina. Bina has none of this. And Bina is just comprehension alone. In this they are fundamentally different. So yes, there's a distinction between them that's quantitative, and there's a distinction between them that's qualitative. The commas we discussed, this is echus. This is all even in Erpnimi. We see so real Milo Mata is not based on their, on their level of revelation, but on their fundamental difference. However, their 
quanti- quantitative distinction, more and less. That's just the same personality. Rak, they're both seichel. Rak shabenekudus askola, except in the spark and in the nekudus, in the point of chokhmah ha'er b'ribui u'basogah ha'er b'miut. In other words, chokhmah and bina really have two major distinctions. In quantity, bina is lesser and more diminished brain power, and a chokhmah it's more intense. But that's ravel etzim husam echadu. But there, they're both fundamentally one. Umeli yochaliyus israchus b'chinus hamiut. That's why, from the perspective of quantity, Bina can have Israchvus. It can expand its containers, can expand its prop, its itself, and come from a diminished state and should have more Chachma within it, should have more brain power in it. Remember, like he said in the previous chapter, he said, like, like uh, for example, he said that as much as Chachma of Asiya will expand, it can never get Chachma of Asiya, because there it's a different personality. But in the context of, of Kamos, or he says here, Libri Amiyut, it could expand. Like for example, Bina. After this, after the expansive understanding of something, that he comprehends the Inyan Lashuri as Evizdafzazain. Lashuri means well. He really fundamentally understands the subject matter. Had he been a Kudus Atamtsis, in the conclusion, when he comes to the summary at the end of it all, Meir Er Gamkin, he also said that back then. Yeah. There radiates the energy, Gamkin Begili Er Rav There radiates now the energy with an intense, abundant energy, as it was in the Nekudis Haskola of Chochmah. This is all still Ribu Yakamas where they're commensurate to each other in the same Muhus. And even though in this point of Chochmah it's still. Subtler, the fishes are dying. Kedim shabal asaga when the kudus atamtsis shushabal maasaga. I should read a little. Is even though, even after the conclusion and the summary, still the kudus he also said this back then, is more refined, more subtle. And the kudus atamtsis, the summary, the kudus. In other words, the point before the idea, and the point of summary after the idea, is still not the same level because it's more subtle in the source in the, in the beginning before chokhmah. Yeah. But the negedze, on the other hand, you also have the advantage within the summary that you don't have bezakus So there's a clarity. There's a zakus, a clarity, a refinement that you have now in the summary that you did not have in the Nukudah. So the first Nukudah has more intensity because it's pure to the source. But from a point of view of clarity, there's much more clarity in the summary at the end. Bottom line, he's just saying is that that there's distinction, but they're in the same family. The same family, the same uhus. Like it says elsewhere, in his Baraleel Perek Lamed Gimel. I discussed earlier chapter 33. We'll soon go back to what he's leading to. It's all to explain Milo Mata in Makifim. So we see from this that it could have an expansion. Bina, in other words, can expand. Because it's the same Mahus. We're talking now not the fundamental difference between Chachman and Bina. We're talking about their brain power. As far as brains, Seichel goes, one is diminished and you can expand and it can get closer to the Chachma. The point that each one has their quality. The Bezeshe Mukhalokim Betsmus Madrigas Atanas Loyila Elam Mahus the Madrigalyen. 
On the other hand, in the, in the, in the element of Chacham Bina where they're fundamentally, qualitatively different, there the lower level will never, they'll never have anything from the personality of the higher level. Bina will never be Chachma. So in brain power, yeah, Bina can understand more, can get more of the idea, but the qualitative difference of Bina Chachma, it will never be Chachma. The resonance of, of Chachma will never will not will not go, go into Bina. As much as the energy will expand within Bina, it will never have that. It will not have that resonating truth. Only thing is that through the preparation of the comprehension, as it comes to the summary, by the Hamokis Hadas, by Nakudan, through the profound immersion and concentration in the in the point of Chachme, Echo Mahu, Echo Mahi, what what and what how and what this is, Yochalovi de Samtus Ba'inyan. He can come to some type of Isamtus, he can come to even Bina can come to some type of resonating truth through this effort. For us, like it says elsewhere, for us, and then when it comes to that type of resonating truth, it's higher than comprehension. Because it's not of the same personality. So we said here's two things. First of all, in Ribri and Kamos, when you're talking about quantitative, yes, Bina can expand, it can come close to like the summary that's similar to the point before you began developing it. But as it comes to the qualitative difference, Bina will never have the resonance of Chachma. Now he's adding, and even if it comes through a lot of concentration, even Bina comes to that resonance, that's not because it's Bina. It now has has achieved something beyond itself. Bina on its own is not a resonating force. It just now, in a sense, integrated a certain element of resonance. I guess this is not going to finish the whole subject in this chapter. But but that's it. He left the Makifim. He left the... right, right. He's still not Makifim. Yeah, right. He's explaining, he can explain Milo Mat, what he's saying, what he's de- determining right now is that hierarchy is not defined necessarily by Ribri Amit, even in Primi. So, Koshke and Makif, it's not going to be defined. It's going to have this fundamental. Well, we'll see where he goes with it, but he's analyzing hierarchy right now, essentially, even on Primi. Now in a parenthesis, the Gama and also what it says in Eitzos Chaim, which is another book of the Arizal, lesser known. It's brought in uh, actually Eitzos Chaim, Moveh Sha'arim are three of the similar books. Eitzos Chaim is is another book of the Arizal. So and also what it says in Eitzos Chaim, the Kishem Shaprimis Abba Primis Atik, Kamekim Primis Bina Primis Atik. So now he's qualifying. He's adding something. There is a din right there of Chaim Vital. That's why it's all called Chaim. It's Chaim. It's just Chaim. Yeah. Um, so it's just Chaim. You have the and look at the Tera. Look at the Tera. He The famous Maimon. It's Chaim was more Nafutz. Was more around in time of the Alter Rebbe. It's Chaim was also around, but It's Chaim was much more. It was published first, so it's brought a lot more. Than today would be brought because Eitz Chaim is far more, far more comprehensive. Eitz Chaim is a smaller book, but the idea, let's say, of it published first, more popular first. I don't know. We can't know that. Who knows when he wrote what? 
Eitzus Chaim and Eitz Chaim both begin with the Tzimtzum. They both discuss it. There's different languages, but sim very similar. You can, we brought earlier, he brought language from Eitzus Chaim, Eitz Chaim. Um, but now he's saying, and Eitzus Chaim says the following. Just like Primis Abba, Primis Atik, Kamoikein Primis Bina Primis Atik. Okay, let me explain this briefly. Don't let it throw you because it's just another a concept that's really a tangent and a tangent here, but I'm sure it's all relevant, all not tangential. Besides the fact that you have the Yesha structure, remember the, the plot thickens. If Chachm Bina, you have something that's called Primis Abba, Primis Atik. Chachma, deep inside of it, has within it, in its inner dimension, has in it the Primis of Atik. Okay. Now it says in Echaim, Echaim, it sometimes says that Primis Bina is also Primis Atik. That's why I don't want to go there. He's not saying that here. That's not what he wants to say here. It's probably connected, but not right now. Because in other words, at the end of the day, after the whole thing is laid out, as I told you, in a Primis there's going to be Makif, and a Makif there's going to be Primis. No, absolutely not. Because if then you might as well not learn it all. That all, all is one. For Atmos, that's sufficient. But for us on the couch, we have to go through the details before we get to all as one. Or else you, you undermine the whole thing. It, it just doesn't work. That's the, the humbling reality that we have to accept. And if you go through that process, then you can get to, into, into Atmos. Then you can... Basically... 6,000 years, God said, you got to do, pay those dues and then come talk to me. <laughs> it's a whole lifetime we spend. And then God says, now you can come talk to me. you got to pay your dues. That's it. You got it. So he's saying also, so bottom line is, just for the record, everything is embedded. But this doesn't suddenly undermine Chochmah saying Chochmah is, is Atik. It's not Atik. Atik and Chochmah are not the same. Primius Abba, deep, deep, deep inside, embedded, it has it all from the from the etzem, so it has something of Atik in it. Now, the same thing, Kamekein Primius Bina has something from Atik. Why is this relevant? Because he just said now that Bina, he's adding a whole new thing now. He's, you see Primi and Makif here being meeting all the time, to be clearly, it's clear. But but let's keep focused also on what the thread here. The thread here is going to explain Ma'alamat and Makif. To explain that, he's explaining what is the hierarchy in Pnimi. He's going back. That hierarchy in Pnimi is the quantitative element. There's a true hierarchy. That's Bina Chochmah as far as their Seichel. Then there's the qualitative element. Bina will never get the resonance of Chochmah. But now he's saying Bina will get even that. So you see how much the crossing over is? Even in the Ribuyan, even Bina gets ultimately the resonance. What? It's not Bina anymore. It's not a so that's what he's going to say in the parentheses here. I think that's what he's coming to explain. So now, now he said, so Bina also has this element of resonance, but it's not Bina anymore. Because the point here is he wants to make is that they're fundamentally different. So he says, and also what it says in Yitzchayim, that same like primis bina, abba primis atik, same thing, primis bina, primis atik. In other words, if I, if I were not to read further, I would tell you that's what that's the bina isamtus of bina. It's getting it from atik, not from bina. That's it's going out of its. It's basically going out of its program to get it. Right. That it's as mysterious. It's more mysterious as it goes. The mystique, the mystique, right. Once more, let me finish the parentheses. Yeshleimer, the mekol mokem bekol echad hu kimuhuse. 
Okay, he's answering a very big question. Okay, nevertheless, you have to say that each one of them it's it's mohus. In primis abba, primis atik, it's mohus of abba. No, it's the primis atik within primis abba is not the same primis atik of primis bina. That's what he's saying here. Hold on, let me see. Let me see how he's reading it. Let go. Hold on. The ba'aba who kumuz bechinas hamadregas achachme. Because in Abba, it's like in the Mahu's the personality of the level of Chokhmah. But Bina, Kfi Mahu's Madregas Abina. And in Bina, it's the Mahu's, and in Bina, it's like the personality and level of Bina. V'yashlemed the Atik, another parenthesis within the parenthesis, okay? V'yashlemed the Atik, Shehu Bechinus Tachtenu Sheba Maitzel. And we could say that Atik, which is the lower level of the Maitzel, let me read it, of the emanator, or connected Atik, as it's known that Atik is from the word removal, means. Hatok is separate from everything. Atik is the shleimus ha'atzmis, is the, is the completion of, uh, essential completion. One second, one second, one second. And it comes at each level according to its personality. Means that it completes in a fundamental shleimus completion, fulfillment, and realization every level according to its personality. Like you, and you are the completion of it all. Meaning, so this Atik completes being uh, Abba in the level of Abba, and Atik completes being in the level of being. I'll explain this in a minute. Let me finish reading the parentheses. Like it says, similar like it says elsewhere, this end of that parentheses is the primis chokma primis abba him bezich ayechudim tashem echad. Like it says elsewhere, that primis abba chokma primis bina, the inner chokma, the inner of bina, are like two unifications. Tashem echad of Hashem echad. Lamata lamayla, lamayla lamata. From below upward and from above downward. Vayimashakosa b'imri bina, b'in yero malkish. And look in imri bina in the yero malkish. Okay. Okay, let me explain what he just said here. Well, he's explaining how, how the structure, the hierarchy, even in, in the imminent energy, has two elements to it. The primary structure is based on fundamental personality differences, qualitative differences. But there's also an element of quantitative difference in, in, in intensity of energy. Chachma is in seichel. Chachma is more. Bina is less. But they're of the same personality. That's why when Bina expands itself, it can come to understanding more all the way to the to the point of getting a summary that's very similar to the point of Chachma. There's distinctions, but each has a quality over the other. That's in quantitative. What about Bina as a fundamental different level? Bina does not have the conviction, does not have the clarity, does not have the emes, the resonance of Chachma. And no matter how much you Learn, you're not going to get it. But he says, but the fact is we do come. You can profoundly immerse yourself and Bina can come to a level of resonance. So he says, that makes Bina go outside of it. In other words, it's fundamentally not Bina anymore then. That Bina element of it, of comprehension that it's real power, is now, it gained another feature, essentially. That is not natural to Bina. Well, that's not, not inherent to Bina, so to speak. Which means, which answers, in other words, it's still not fundamentally Chochmah. Even though it now has a feature of Chochmah, which is, uh, but, it, but it's not fundamentally Chochmah. It's not like 
that that the quantitative it is for still qualitative difference. Now, right, the parentheses, I think he explains it in more detail, but very, very densely. What is it in Kabbalistic terms? That Primis Bina can reach Primis Atik. So you could argue if that's the case. So Bina does become Chachma. Why are you saying that its hierarchy is, is, is fundamentally, there's two fundamental levels? Go deep enough and Bina becomes Chachma. So you say no. Even when Bina reaches resonance, even when it reaches Atik, it's a different, it has its own different root in Atik than Chachma does. It's not like Primis, you don't say Primis Abba, Primis Atik, and Primis Bina like, is the same Primis Atik like Primis Abba. It's two different, what's the Havon of that, however? It's, they're both Primis Atik. So the Havon of it is, because Atik in, in, in Askola, what's Atik? What's the level of Atik? Atik, he says, is the Shlemus of every level. It's a very powerful piece, actually. I haven't seen this very often. Because Atik, we usually refer to Atik as being the higher level of the interface, like the, the Tainug. So to speak. Yeah. Here he's saying Atik is the Shlemus of everything. It's the Shlemus, who Shlemus the Kula. If you look at anything in existence, Atik is its quintessential perfect state. Because Atik is rooted in Atmus. It's not, it's, it's Netak, it's separate from existence. But in the root, it, it, it adds that perfection. I just want to get back to his loss. It's the shleimus ha'atzmis in everything. Now, it's very important. This is not the root of chokhmah. Chokhmah is not rooted in atik. That's not the point. Atik, the way I would explain it based on the context, is probably like Eirein Sof, Lifniat Simtsum, before there's a Ratzim. And that element of Eirein Sof is essentially the perfection of existence. Remember, because it's Mitzias Nimtze. So I would say that he's saying is atik, even though he hasn't discussed it at length yet, atik is that element that, that, that I'm trying to find the exact words for it is the Nekudus Atmis is the Atmos perfection within everything in existence that's what I would call it so it's not even the desire it's beyond the desire for the for the world it's that Nekudus Atmos it's a step below Yechelus Atmos that's what I would say it is Feeling fulfilled, feeling, uh, Not quite. I wouldn't put it that way. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe in a certain way, the ability, the potential. I don't want to use tainuk because it doesn't use the word tainuk here. I would just use here, atik is that. So therefore, echelus is God's ability. He said before, echelus is God able to do anything. Erin Sof is lower is lower than echelus. Erin Sof is already an entity. I'm just trying to find the right words for it. Look in the interface. Let's talk. Let's talk like this. In the interface, you know, erpinimi, imminent energy is as close to existence and structure. Rotsen is represents the desire of the source, but Rotsen is also, we said earlier, is not the first step. Rotsen is not elke elam, and it's also not rachamecha rabim. Rotsen is rachamelenu. Right? So and then the Rotzen has Shir Atzmi Bekeach where it envisions and that's already Adenu Zenu. So the level before Rotzen is divine energy. We said divine energy, the only distinction between an Atzmus is that it's Mitzis Nims. It exists. But what is its role in the interface? Its role is that it's the, pu- the pure reality of existence as it's within Atzmus, but not Atzmus Atzmus because as I said, Atzmus is beyond everything. 
You could say Atik is like that. It's not even the seed. You see, I'm, the, difficult, the difficult I'm finding is to find the words for it is because you can't even call it a seed. You see, you can't call it... I mean, I would say... If the Ratzin is how, if if, Shiraz, if, if uh, the Shir, if the artist, let's talk about the artist. I think that's the best way to go. There's the artist before there's any type of art. There's the artist how he can have infinite possibilities of art. There's the artist how he desires one art, but he's not yet to find the details. There's the artist how he now he desires the details of the art. All this is before the Tzimtzum. I mentioned now four levels, right? And they're all necessary. Then there's the Tzimtzum. And then there's the artist as he's actually painting the picture that's imminent spheres. But they're all being informed by all the levels. Everything of the artist is going into it. His specific desire for it, his overall desire, the infinite possibilities, and how he is beyond art. It's all part, it's all there. God wants us to have a relationship with God all the way to the source. Following? Atik would be how the artist is not even as an artist. But that, but he is the source of all of existence. That's what I would say. It's like the shleimus, from the perspective of atzmus in anything, of being a chachma and everything. Rotzen for chachma is already arich of chachma. That would be already a desire, a general desire. Then there's the specifics. He's not spelling it out here, but I'm just trying to put it in context because it helps understand where he's going here. Am I making sense? Well, I'm not making sense. I'm making sense to bad key. I'm making sense to you. Maybe not. <laughs> I think I'm making sense. Hold on, hold on. No, so one second. Like he says, the words are like this. It's a shleimus atzmi kol That's the distinction. If you're talking atzmus atzmus mamish, there's no mohuse. There's nothing to talk about. Here you want to have that. There's still. It's still. Somewhere existence is tefer smoking, but it's completely not tefer smoking. It's not doesn't occupy any space as a distinct reality. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I think Bina and Atik doesn't understand anything. I would say like this. I would say he's talking on a lower level outside the parentheses that Bina, when it comes to Samtus and it comes to resonance. It's its own type of resonance. It's not the Chachma resonance. And he's proving that with the Eitz Chaim, that because Primis Bina, even in its deepest level, I would say what he's saying outside the parentheses is not even Primis Atik. It's probably within even, even Chitzenius Bina can have that. You come to deep understanding, Primis Sheba Chitzenius Bina, you come to resonance. He's saying from Eitz Chaim, from the Eitz Chaim, it's clear that even Primis Bina in its deepest root is still not, it still has its own Kav. The problem understanding it is that you understand when you go up to the source, all the wires are getting connected. He wants to still maintain a relationship that there's this distinction between Chochmah and Bina, fundamental distinction, and Echus. That's the key here. The qualitative difference is different even when Bina reaches a form of, of clarity and, and uh, resonance. That's what he's saying here. The parentheses is really not critical to understand the Pnim, but if you want the full picture, the parentheses is very vital. I'll elaborate more, but I, I think I've said... I mean, I, is, is anyone... Are you all confused? What? I think you're Clear? Or confused? Or you're not sure with it? Which one? <laughs> Somewhere between confusion and clarity. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not clear why it says... It, 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 it goes to Atik. That, where's Atik? It's separate. I mean, it doesn't go deeper. No, you can't, when you talk Atik of Atzillus... Then you're talking Aaron Self Lifnet Simpson. This is Atik Kholis. The only way. 
this is Atikavatsilis. But if Atikavatsilis is essentially Ka'in Atika higher than Ak, so and Atsilis the Klolis, it's Lifniat Simpson. The Primis of Kesar of Atsilis. No, it's not it's higher than Kesar. The Primis of Kesar. It's not it's higher than Rotsan. Atika and every level is the same. Only similarity, not the same. It has similar qualities. Like Chachma has similar qualities, but there's different levels here. The point that he's making here, bottom line, is that qualitatively they're two different levels. And even as they go into Atik, they're two different levels. That's the point. I would say the answer would be like this. The explanation would be, from Atik's perspective, there's no difference between Bina and Chachma. But from the Shlemus that Atik gives in each level of existence, there's a difference. They, they get Shlemus according to their level. Bina gets its Shlemus and Chachma gets its Shlemus. That's how I would put it. So if you really sit in Atik, Atik from Atik's perspective, it's all probably all one. You can't distinguish. That's why less smell of Hayatika. Atik doesn't have these type of distinctions. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that that what we what we've come to here is that that either Milo Mata, the real distinction, the real qualities, we saw he doesn't even got to Makif yet. That's why I don't even think about Makif right now. The only reason I brought Atik in this whole discussion is I just wanted to place it somewhere. Because he's adding something very fascinating here that Atik is the Shlemus of every entity. Okay, the outside of the parentheses, let's finish. But when you talk of quantitative abundance or the, or, or, or the more or less within it's possible that in the diminished state they could radiate more energy. Because it's all the same personality. So we've established that even in imminent energy, the idea of hierarchy has to be determined, is, is fundamentally defined not by more and less, but by fundamental different levels. How this applies to Makif is yet to be seen. Because what is this really answering? You know, he began by saying in this chapter, he began by saying, aren't there ten spheres in, in, in Egulim? Then he said in tr- that the truth is you could say, so it's a contradiction to what we said before. Then he said, but on the other hand, you could say it's not a contradiction because we said that that it, uh, that uh, that seichel is a fundamental difference. But this is all fundamentally desire. But then he went and gone and said that in truth, even in Makiv, there's also Milo Mata. So he's in process of explaining Milo Mata and Makiv. No, no, in Eitzchayim it says there's ten spheres. That in Makiv there's Milo Mata is, is more explaining it with the Inyan of Tshuva where he says a Tikkun Abgam. You could read it either way in Eitzchayim. In Eitzchayim it's not clear whether the Makiv has an alien or Tachim. It doesn't talk about it. He just says the Makifim have spheres in them. He gave the whole example from the from the tshuva. So then he said that's where he proved it from. That's one place that you see it how it affects gamim. You need that's one place. The sources for that. And and ultimately, it's chaim itself. You could technically answer with what he said before that the spheres are not really their spheres. That they are basically one personality, and uh, they just with giluyim there's levels. Look, he's not finished. He's going to get back to all this. We'll see where it goes. But in order to understand the hierarchy of, of, of the, the Mailomata in, in, in Makif, he went to now discuss that Mailomata hierarchy in Primi is also not fund, not driven by the by quantity, but by quality.
Okay, we'll see. We'll see where it's going. So he just finished chapter eighty. Let's do the summary. We continue. We'll continue the journey. It's a new Pasha's opening here. Oh boy. The Kitzur. Summary on page one fifty-two. We still have to understand because aren't there ten spheres also in the Gulim? Eagle Hakaser, the circle of Kaser, the Eagle of Kaser, Eagle Achoch. Gam Yesh Behem Ma'ilamata. You see clearly, it's the second thing. They also have hierarchy, higher and lower. Gam Bechol Eagle Yesh Ma'ilamata. Not only you have one eagle is related to another, that the lower eagle is inside the higher one, but in each eagle itself there's a higher and lower. The Betikun Abgomim, the repair of the blemishes, repair of the of the flaws. From from the higher part of the circle of the eagle is the repe- the repelling. Okay, the bruises fine. is the repelling of the of the weaning of the nursing of energy, sucking of the energy of the outer forces. And to remove, and to take from them back the energy that was swallowed up by them that they ingested. And from the lower level of the makif is the fulfilling of what was lacking in the erpinimi. He didn't say that inside. He's getting this. Is says this says in Swadim. You could say that's the same the same thing. You could say, but it doesn't say that. It is. It's not. He didn't make up a thing that alien. It's not his own ACs. This is from Svarim. It's from some previous Memorim. Look, remember, Ayin Beis is not, is not Olive Beis of Chassidus. Ayin Beis is assuming you know everything already. So you just don't know the source. I'll tell you the source next class. But, but yet, without, Trust me, there's a source for this. No, but Ayin Beis didn't begin in a vacuum. Ayin Beis is gathering from all the sources before. Didn't it? Ayin Beis organizes it and, and explains it all in a very comprehensive way. The only thing is he didn't say, I think, that Chelek HaTachn is Mili HaChsod Nover Primi. Is that correct? Am I correct to say that? Huh? He didn't say that specific detail. Okay, fine. That I know he said, yeah. One second. Good. So we see this higher and lower. Ach However, uh, we can say the b'mayla matu zehu beribu yomiut. You can say the b'mayla matu zeh that this b'mayla matu is only in in quantity, more and less. Hmm? Where do you say that? Where? Eight lines in the bottom. It's a little bit nicer, but it's the same. Okay. Yeah. She says, the that this mailomato is in quantity. We explained that even in imminent energy, the primary hierarchy is in their fundamental levels. The bezeb chines, being a loytiel elam b'madregas achachme, 
And this, and their fundamental qualitative difference, Bino for ne- ever, for, will never be in the level of Chochmah. And even as they are in their root, in the primis, in the way they're in inner anti, they're also Yashlem that they're different. But in Ribu Yemi, there is no real Milo Mata. Because because there can be an abundance of energy in Bina, like in Chochma, like in the summary. Actually, he's saying here different than I explained it. He's actually answering it. I thought there's a completely different way he was going here. I think I made a mistake. He's saying here, just for the record, he's saying what I think he's saying. In the summary, he's actually answering. He's saying... See, I was thinking he was saying, tell me if I'm wrong. The Chochmah being a fundamentally different, that's why there's Milo Mata. Here in the parentheses, in the summary, he seems to be saying that Milo Mata doesn't really exist in quantity because right. yeah. look, he says the mile amata zeo beribuimit look he says beribuimit then he says at the end beribuimit ends at mile amata so which one is it in the quantity level you could say there's no real distinction of levels because bina can become like chokhmah right. not completely but almost qualitatively they're distinct levels they they never can become one or the other. So where's the real Milo Matan Chachman Bina? It's in their fundamental qualitative difference. The one is fundamentally higher than the other, superior to the other, right? But here he says, I have to learn the next chapter to really figure this out. I can't tell you right now. I think he goes like this. Actually, the one who just spoke about. Imakif, right? Imakif. He just spoke about that's Beribi Mir. Funny, funny. I'm now he's saying I'm Beribi Mir. Essentially, is Enzaimalamata. I think that's. Uh, huh? No, Al Beribi Mir is going on the Air Primi. You know what? Let me learn it again and have to learn the next chapter. I, I don't want to jump to conclusions. The Mata of Zeh is, is of the uh, of the ego. Right. That's Bidibimir. It is Bidibimir. Because it's not qualitatively different. But he says that with Bidibimir, the Pachma Bina, that's Enzimai the Mata. I'm going to learn it inside. Let's, let's stop here. We'll need to explain this whole chapter anyway. I'm not. It depends where he's going here. I'm not sure where he's going, what direction he's going here. That's the thing. Where are we going with this? Is he answering the question? One second. Let me just think this through a second. Is now here. I mean, technically, what we learned seemed pretty clear. That Milo Mata, the fundamental, is based on its qualitative difference. That's for sure. Because in the quantitative, now Yeah. 
and and uh, when you talk about the Masechel, you can't really talk so much Milo Mata, because one can lead, well, Bina can reach to Chochmah. In their fundamental levels, they never one become, never becomes the other. Because there's two fundamentally different levels. So I thought that's what means Milo Mata, that they're qualitatively, one is higher than the other, lower. And he was going to say that similarly, Makifim, also, the Ma'alamat is not Mitzad Ribuimid, it's fundamentally different levels. Or, and here it's Mashma the other way around. Here it's Mashma that Ribuimid is Ribuimid Ribuimid. One second. Right. You said that. You said that. No, 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 because here it's almost seems, seems that when you talk about their fundamental difference, you don't say Ma'alamata, they're just two different uh, tracks. That's what I'm confused by. See, that's what it seems like he's going now. That the concept of Ma'alamata is only in quantity, and really there's no Ma'alamata there because one can reach the other. And if you talk about how two, they're different, there's no Ma'alamata. They're just completely two different worlds. That's what it appears here. And that's what appears what Makifim are like. I'm not. I'm a little confused, to be very honest. So, so what? It's good to go into Shabbos confused. I want to learn it again. I, I don't want to jump right now. It's it's it's. Look, we, we we're getting somewhere. We'll get there. It's gonna. It's good. It's good to not always have it all figured out. I'm just saying that for everyone to know. We are mortals after all. Wishing everybody. Okay, chapter, we just did chapter 80. We're holding almost by Simchus Teirah, by the way. Sukhus Teish we're ready. Um, yeah. Page 150 through 152. Chapter 80.